Hit it. Hit it. Live from the famous podcast studios at 438 Massachusetts Avenue in Cambridge, Massachusetts, courtesy of Gen Paw Productions. It's the Larry and Ray Bother People podcast featuring Larry and Ray. On tonight's episode, Larry and Ray will be bothering Mason Shuni and Sean Waterman. Yes, we will. Now, for the moment nobody has been waiting for, ladies and gentlemen, Larry and Ray! All right, we're back. All right. Are we not? All right, all right. We're back. Hey, buddy. We're ready for our second podcast, yes? Very exciting. You know, we kind of rushed to get here, but that's our go-go lifestyle. It's always a rush. There's always a parking meter, and there's always uh, a parking meter made. We fed the meter, and in fact, I fed the meter maid, actually. She was kind of hungry. McDonald's is like, you know, two feet away. Yeah, didn't you give her one of those steak pockets that you love to eat? I gave her a happy meal, and she gave me the prize, which was a $30 ticket. Wow. That's a shame. That's expensive. Damn right it is. Oh, my God. Well, anyways, we, let's get this show on the road. We have a good road. show. Yes. We're gonna, it's going to go very fast. Yes, yes. We'll talk about a few things that have happened to us since we last what, met. Yes, one thing I wanted to throw in there, yeah. sadly, and we heard this before we went on the air. Oh, we're going to start with the, uh, a downer? Yeah, we're going to start okay. with sort of a downer. Our friend, well, well he was 96. Our he, friend, Harry I, Belafonte, yeah. passed away this morning. A great man, great activist. Um, you know, it seems like he's been around forever. That's true. And um, our good friend, The Hugh, yes. The Hugh, who we often talk about on our various shows, right. has a dog named Deo, who right. was actually conceived during um, when Belafonte was singing the Banana Boat song. Wasn't that make the dog about uh, 72? No, no. This is about one of his <laughs> last performances oh, in his okay. mid, mid to yeah. late 90s. Yes, yes, yeah. I and believe. Cher- and uh, he had a daughter, Sherry Belafonte, yes? Yes, who's, I'm sure, still with us. Yes, Very attractive yes. woman. And an actress okay. in her own right. So I wanted to give a little All shout right, out. But one, one quick, I know you like yeah. trivia. Yeah. Not tr- Well, it's not really. It's trivia, but it's not a quiz. And that's that Harry Belafonte in 1956 became the first million-selling solo artist in the chart history. Are you serious? Serious. Yeah, which is kind number of. One. Number one. Wow. First one. First, first one. one to do it. And the al- guess what the album was called? You might it was know. called. Um, it wasn't called Harry Belafonte. Oh, that song, uh, you know, Daylight Come and Close. You Want to Go Home. It was called Calypso. Calypso. Yes. That was, and that was the brand of his music, more or less. Right. They actually that? called his music. It's very strange. I looked yeah. this up today. Um, uh, Jamaican Mento folk songs. Mento, like the mint. Yeah. I have no idea what that means. Okay. But, uh, eh, that's what they called okay, it back good. then. All right. Well, what, what else do you, do you or I have in our minds? Well, we have that, and um, you were telling me that you did a fairly heroic act a few days back. I believe it was in a CBS. Oh, well, yes. So as you know, I'm uh, <laughs> in a semi-retirement situation. Yeah. So I, I've got, I've, I figured, you know, I should start giving back to the community with my part-time availability. Yeah. And so I'm walking to the CVS. So I take life a little bit slower. I'm walking through the aisles. Yeah. I like to yes, see yes. What, what, what they're offering. And I noticed, actually, in fact, right before I got in the store... This poor elder woman was actually trapped in this glass elevator. Within CVS? Within CVS. So now, they, have, they have a glass elevator. They do. Well, bear in mind, it is only on one level. So you want, you might be wondering, why do they even have an elevator? Yeah, one level. Well, there are five steps to get down to the main retail floor. 
Yeah. And uh, she got in there. She was in the elevator. And the button wouldn't open the door when she arrived at her destination. So, of course, you know, I was right there ready to help. Wow. So she said to me, excuse me, sir, can you help me? So I tried to help. I pushed a couple of buttons. Nothing worked. You're pushing my buttons right now in the store. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyways, so she said, can you find somebody to help me? I said, I can certainly do that. I said, lady, I'm on the case. Wow. Those are my exact words. Really? What if it wasn't lunchtime or anything you had? I already had lunch. I even think I had a cup of coffee. So I was pretty much had the afternoon to myself. All right. So you're minding your own business. You go in there and you see a lady trapped in a glass elevator in CVS, barely off the ground, maybe three or four feet off the ground. Exactly. Exactly. You're in a climate controlled area. Oh, I was very comfortable. (laughs) That's when you're the most heroic. Exactly. Yeah. I was feeling, you know, very good. So, um, of course, I launched into my superhero mode. I ran into a very close by uh, phone booth, turned turned on my superhuman abilities, and grabbed the closest staff manager that I could find. (laughs) I asked her if she would please go to the office and find a key to unleash this young lady, not that young lady. So she's trapped in the elevator. She couldn't get out? A key was needed to release her. So she's gone. She goes into the office. Now she's searching for the key. And I'm saying to myself, boy, she, this is not the most organized place because if you ask me for a key, I'll be back in three seconds. Of course you would. Right? You need a key? I've got a key for you. Right. You want to give me a car keys? Bang, they're yeah. right there. But no, no, I digress. So yeah. nevertheless, she decided to uh, find the key. And while that was happening, I certainly kept the woman comfortable. I calmed her down. I told her a few folk stories. and uh, Well, I probably put her to sleep. She was on her way. She, wow. did, she offered me a tip. I refused it. Yeah, but I again, really didn't do that much. Uh, again, you only, you know, you gave her moral support, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, you know. anyways, that was that particular episode. So afternoon. the moral of the story is not to go in a glass elevator in CVS. Yeah, probably would have been better off going to a different store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, did, you know, you did a good thing. You were, you were good to the people, and that takes care of your, yeah. um, you know, your good deed for the yep. year, probably. Yep. You, you yep. average about one a year. So well, we only good. have a couple of minutes before our guest comes on, so why don't you give me a little... Uh, it, was there anything else that you wanted to share? No. Nah, oh, well, I was okay. in your neighborhood the other day. I went yeah. to, um, and you, you like the Austin car wash, right? Oh, yeah. They're they fantastic. Do a, they do a fa- fantastic job. They do. A, give them a little bit of plug. They're not a sponsor, but we still mm-hmm. like giving the people plugs in the, yeah. our kind of our community. They the might Alston become a Mass. sponsor. Yeah, they could. Yeah. Sure, free car washes for the next year. Yeah. So here's my quick question before we get into other things and bring our wonderful guests on. Um, you know when you're at a, a decent restaurant and the waiter or the sommelier comes out and they kind of make a presentation of the wine or the food and they kind of they want you to watch, right? They sure. want you to participate. Put your phone down, observe, and um, watch sort of the presentation. It's like when you ordered bananas flambe before you started your heart-healthy lifestyle. Yes, right. They light the bananas at the table. It's a presentation. They want you to watch. Okay. So I'm going through the car wash, as I always do, and the car goes through. And there's usually three, up between three and five people after the car is washed. They come out and they do the, the wipe down. They clean the inside. So I feel kind of awkward. I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm watching over them and judging them while I'm watching them do all this nice work. You mm-hmm. know, it's very synchronized. Mm-hmm. So my question is, do they want to be observed? Do they, they want, do they want me to partake and observe because they're doing something they're very proud of and they do a great job? Or... Should I kind of be in the background and not seem like I'm breathing down their neck? So I just yeah. wanted to know your thoughts. I would say definitely stay in the background. Really? You know, they're working. They don't really need you, you know, observing, watching their every move. Yeah. You know, wax on, wax off. They don't need that. Yeah, but I thought, I didn't know if it was like in their minds, it's like a presentation. You know what I yeah. mean? And Because they are proud of their work and they should yeah. be. So I don't know. Okay, well, a, if you look at it that way, then perhaps they do. Yeah, I do give them a tip yeah. at the end, you know. So yeah. 
anyway. Maybe just, you give it to one person, you give each each. Well, uh, it's tricky person. because there's five people there, right? And you right. assume that they're going to share the tip. Oh, I wouldn't assume anything. I know. So I yeah. have to kind of give the tip to like the last person cleaning and at the same right. time yell very yeah. loudly, here, I have a tip for you. So yeah. the other four who are leaving. You they know, might have here. a system. It's possible. I'm sure it is. They must share tips. They, and, and I'm sure everything's on video. Right. Too. So anyway. Right, let's get let's get on with the show. All right. Shall we? Because uh, we, we have two fantastic guests coming with us tonight. Lay it on me, String Me. That's right. And let me tell you a little bit. So, oh, let me get to the right page before we do anything drastic. Okay. It's good should that we we're on the actually, same page. should we bring them in? Sometimes we like to bring them in when you we're You want to do that? Let's That'll be the first in. time ever. We'll yeah, bring them in and we'll talk about them. Okay. Gentlemen, gentlemen, behind. come on in. Come we on got in. them. They're yeah. in the, what room are they in? The green they room. Are or the blue? In, no, they're in the off-white room. Yeah, it's kind of like a pale Did green. They paint? Like a, I think it's pea green, actually. The pea green. It's Hopefully. institution green, Hopefully as we know from our... the door's not locked. Is the door locked? I think the door's oh, locked. Gosh, I can't this is going to be a tough hold. show. Okay. You keep talking. All right, so we're going to bring in two fabulous guests that come from All many right, miles away, at least five. Watch out for the uh, wires. Okay. okay, get close to yeah. the microphone. My most embarrassing moment. Um, our okay, two okay. guests got electrocuted before the show. Yeah. We don't have a very good track record. We'll just say there used to be three hosts. So, here we go. Tonight's guest is an acclaimed billiards player. He has been one of the top five three-cushion players in the U.S. for the past 30 years. Mazen Shuni. Mazen Shuni has won over 100 tournaments in his career and has set many records. He has competed all over the world from Spain to Germany to Mexico and beyond. He is known for his unique shooting style and his colorful personality. He promotes many tournaments and has had many brushes with celebrity, which we'll hear about in a little bit. Mazin is the past president of the USBA, that's the U.S. Billiards Association, and is the owner-operator of the Amazin Billiards Pool Hall in Malden, Massachusetts. He also has a gift where he imitates his opponents after, the, after they play one another, of course. Mazin will be joined on set with Sean Waterman. Sean is a teacher and fellow pool player with quite a following. He's kind of like the Pied Piper for high school pool players. <laughs> Actually, and I might want to add, if I may, yeah. that instead of, you know how the Pied Piper had a flute, right? I yes. believe. Yeah. Sean actually uses a pool cue. That's for right. That. And a very uh, nice one. A magic one. one, a beautiful I, I pool think, cue. I think it's a McGregor. Is that right? Okay. Does McGregor make pool cues? I think they I do. Know. I have a broom. I usually sweep people away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so please put Mason your hands Mason. together and give a warm welcome to our special guests on today's episode of Larry and Ray Barthes, Mason Shuni, and Sean Waterman. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, thank gentlemen, you. welcome. You've come long distances. That's right. They really have traveled. Maybe they 10, 12 miles. All right, Raymond, do you want to start off with a question or two, or what are you thinking? Yeah, let me start... Um, with um, a question from Mason. Um, I just want to know basically how you, a very simple question, how you got your start in billiards? What, how did you get interested in billiards? Uh, well, first I want to say thank you for inviting us here. You're welcome. You guys, you guys are awesome. Uh, thank you, Sean, for, uh, uh, for being here with us as well. Um, so I started when I was uh, at a young age of 14 years old when my father uh, took me to a billiard hall with his friends and we lived not even two blocks away from that room and that room happened to be a famous room back in the day yeah. in the early 70s and 80s where um where the best players in the world comes in was this in lansing michigan that is in in oak park michigan okay and um and that room was famous called cushion and q it's no longer there anymore mm. uh, it's been over 40 years and um 
we saw the best players in the world come in there twice a year. And uh, when they had the big tournament, I sneaked out of the house at 15 years old. Wow. Did you climb up through a window on the second floor? (laughs) No. (laughs) It was the fourth floor. It was two blocks. There used to be another floor, but that's another story. I walked in there, but they wouldn't let me in (laughs) because I was too young. Ah. So I had to have my cousin to walk me in with him as being one of the parents. Were you like under his trench coat? or You walked in and you were kind of like pals and you seemed a little older with him? Older person next to you. Yeah, well, I, yeah. it was it was different. Okay. Well, I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. So, you know, I was just trying to watch. When I saw the game of three cushion billiards, and I saw some of the best players in the, in, the, in the world come into that room, I said, my God, how beautiful this game is. And uh, I didn't realize there was no money in it. So then, I'm sorry, this was, <laughs> was this three cushion or was this a different Three form? cushion. Okay, gotcha. Three you. cushion yep. billiards, yeah. Yep. Uh, back in the day, it was a lot more pool rooms. where I had three cushion tables. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, much bigger than it is today when the old-timer before my time was a famous world champion named Willie Hoppy. I'm sure a lot of the American people would know about Willie Hoppy. Mm-hmm. He was a world champion in three cushion. The first American ever won the world championship in three cushion. Wow. Yeah. Um, American, where, where was that American championship born. held? That was in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't there, obviously. It was before my time. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I didn't see yeah. Willie Hoppy play at all. Yeah. Um, so I started at 15, and I took, took up the game at 16, and I had a lot of good players in that room that they spent a lot of time with me, and uh, mm-hmm. I fell in love with the game ever since. You yeah. know? I played a little pool, but didn't interest me as much as three right, right. You know, And, of course, I love both sports. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. That's pretty so, awesome. Yeah. My big question for you, maybe for our audience, and probably your audience knows Three Cushion very well. I just learned about it just when I met you. Maybe you could just describe, obviously with words, since we don't, we're not on TV, but what is Three Cushion? How does that differ from, say, 8-Ball? Because you play 8-Ball, right, Sean? Yes. Right. Well, well pool tables have yeah. has many sizes. Pool tables has 7-footers, 8-footers, and 9-footer tables, right. which is a professional right. regulation size, 4.5 by 9. Yeah. That's for pool. When it comes to three cushion billiards, the table is a little bigger. It's five by ten, five by ten feet. Always, always. Yeah. Five by ten feet. Uh, it's all uh, back in the day. We didn't have heaters on the tables. In 1984, we started bringing in these European tables, and now we have heated on the table. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the balls become consistent. Doesn't matter what the humidity or the weather outside is. Mm-hmm. So it stays very consistent during the whole game mm-hmm. or during the day. Yeah. So three cushion billiards. Again, we go back. Yeah. Uh, it's only three balls, yeah. no holes, right. no pockets at all. So how do you keep score, or how do you keep track, or how does how well normally how does that work? in competition, yeah. uh, in a qualification, or, or uh, in a qualification we usually play thirty points. Yeah. In, in the finals, sometimes forty and fifty mm-hmm. points, uh, and it's only three balls: one red ball, one yellow ball, one white ball. The red ball is always a neutral ball. Mm-hmm. You, you don't shoot the red ball. Right. You can shoot into it. So, yeah. uh, an example: if me and Sean are playing the game, we start the game by what we call lagging. Whoever comes back to closest to the rail. Gotcha. So he has the white ball. I have the yellow, or gotcha. vice versa. Right. The whole entire game, Sean has to play with the ball he chooses from the beginning of the game, which okay. is let's say the white ball. Yeah. That white ball is always his. He yeah. cannot play with my ball, right. but he can shoot into it. Right. So he has to go off of either balls and go three cushions or more. And hit the other ball to count as a billiard. Oh, okay. Three cushion or more. One cushion, two cushions, no good. Three cushions. Can you hit the red ball at any time? You can hit the red ball at any time okay. as long as you go three cushions after the hit. Your ball has to hit the three cushions. Correct. Gotcha. After the hit, though. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And if sometimes there is no shot off of either balls, so what you, what you have to do, you have to bank. 
where bank, uh, you go cushions, like three cushions, or four cushions, or five cushions, then hit the other two balls. That counts as a billiard as well. Okay. Okay. And if you get three or more on your shot, do you then go again? Yes, you keep shooting. That's the I same inning you're okay. in. Yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. So until you don't do the three. If, if you miss, you then make the billiard, you sit down, your opponent has to shoot. And then, okay. Correct. And then didn't you hold a record, or what is the record for most uh, consecutive shots? Is that In the national championship yeah. uh, in 2006 when I won the national, Yeah. Uh, I held the record of having an 18 run. Wow. And also, I played 35 points in nine innings. Nine innings is very strong because normally a top player in the country, he plays 35 points in 30 innings. Wow. Sometimes 32 innings. Yeah. But every now and then you throw a good game, maybe 15, oh. 16 innings. I did it in nine. Wow. wow. Because gotcha. that high run of 18 helped me make in short innings. Wow. Yeah. I can't but, believe but I think I understand the game now. You think yeah. it, you know, yeah. and I got to tell you, people, like I was going online, I did the online versions yeah. a little bit, um, just to try to learn a little bit about it. It takes a lot of skill because you have to think. It's like when Rory's driving to the airport, he's thinking four or five moves ahead, right? Yeah, well, I you see think, depart and arrive, and I'm thinking, well, I'm, yeah. I'm actually arriving at the airport. But my flight's departing, so I get confused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's a good one. That's yeah, a good that's, one. But, uh, but how long did it take you, though, to, to, to feel like you were comfortable with three cushions, that you could do it and compete? Like, how many uh, years or months? At, or? at the age of, uh, of 18, I played the first tournament that was not the best players in the world on it, but yep. a lot of the good players back then. Yeah. And I made the finals at the age of 18. Wow, and I really? was the happiest last place in the tournament. Wow. Does that tell you anything? I you finished in the final. There were 12 finalists. I finished yeah. number 12. But I was still, the happiest 12th yeah. place finisher I in the I bet because how many people total were enrolled in the competition? There, there were maybe, I think, 60 at the time. Well, see, and you're only 18. I was only yeah. 18 yeah. years old. But, right. but then again... Uh, I didn't win one game, but I was so happy every time I right. lost. Right, you of know? course, because you're with these great players. Yeah, I said, well, I, you know, 18, you know, I mean, think about it. You yeah, know, you're yeah. 18, you're making a final, then yeah. it's nice, huh? Yeah. You're like a young Tiger Woods at that point. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> 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 yeah. But then I, at, at the age of 21, I won my first event, mm -hmm. and I started cruising pretty good. At the age of 30, yeah. I, I started playing uh, at a much higher level than, yep. yeah. No, so that's great. Billy has been good to me. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. Yes. Yeah, and you've traveled all over the world. I have, in this yes. Game. Yeah. Wow. I'm one of the lucky ones. What would you say is what some of the most exotic locations you've traveled to in your, uh, your tour? Actually, two, two countries. Yeah. Uh, one in Germany, yeah. uh, a city called St. Wendel. Mm -hmm. And that was the uh, World Championship. Oh, is that in Mexico? I'm sorry. No, that's in Germany. Oh, Germany. I'm sorry. Germany. You said Germany, right. So we had to fly to Frankfurt, direct flight from Boston, wow. and to Frankfurt, and yeah. then we had to take a small flight to St. Wendell, 25 minutes. In that 25 minutes, they served us a full meal. Wow. wow. We can't even get a full minutes. meal to Hawaii today. Think no. about that. No. Yeah. But no. <laughs> yeah, so. the services definitely have uh, diminished. Yeah, you can get a cookie from now from here to Hawaii. Today. Yeah, maybe so a exactly. bag of peanuts. Yeah. Well, they charge you for it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I bet on some of these rock star type private. Maybe uh -huh. Mr. Kraft actually has one where there's a pool table on board. Do you ever you ever experience a flight where you can actually play pool? I, I, I thought about it, but I don't know if it's how level is it going to be. 
Exactly. Be a lot of trombones yeah. and you need a good pilot. Yeah. Depends how many scotches you have ahead of time. <laughs> Mary's hand actually gets steadier the more he drinks. I like I like your thinking, you guys. You guys are always thinking. Like, yeah, we're always uh, thinking ahead. Yeah, you know, that's like why that. we have at least a hundred listeners. All in the angles. <laughs> yeah, right. and the angles. Right. Yeah. Well, after this interview, you're gonna have at least a thousand. Yeah, we probably oh, yeah. Are, hopefully. Yeah. You know, if we pay people enough money, you know. So that's interesting. In fact, Larry sort of, I think he kind of set me up for failure because he made me a bet. He said next time we play three cushion. <laughs> All I have to do is get one ball in a pocket. I was like, okay, it's a hundred bucks, you know. And then I found out there's actually no pockets involved. So, so you won the bet, you know. So yeah, but that's what the kid does. I you won know. the bet, right? He won the bet. He won the bet. Yeah. That's right. I think you owe, you owe me a meal. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's in the bank. Soup. Yeah. yeah. You know. So what else? So we get? yeah, sure. So uh, amazing. You've definitely uh, had some brush with celebrities over the years. Uh, you mentioned to me when we spoke before how you bumped into. Um, should I throw some names at you? Or do you want to share with me some of the celebrities you've? Yeah, oh, I've been uh, yeah. I've been uh, involved with with uh, over eighty percent of the top world class players, world yeah. champions yeah. over yeah. the years. Yeah. Um, uh, they're all wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you all, you learn from them as yeah. you go, and we yeah. talk uh, nothing but billiards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's it's just an experience that. Uh, yeah. I wish I can take back. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you meet, um, aside from the pool area, didn't you meet uh, Magic Johnson, I think? Ah, uh, Magic time? Johnson yeah. were playing an event in Lansing, yeah. Michigan. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and I didn't know that he was born in that city. Yeah. Uh, I didn't either. And, and he came to our room, and everybody stopped playing, and they introduced us to him. And my God, what a wonderful moment that is. Yeah. Now, I was in my mid 20s, right. you know? Right. And I still appreciate it as I do today, you know? Yeah. Just a sure. wonderful, he was. You know, he was uh, a legend. Yeah. What year was that, do you recall? I would say mid-90s. Mid-90s, yes. wow. So he was done playing ball at that point? No, he was, playing? he was still playing. playing. Yeah, yeah, he was still playing. playing. His bodyguard yeah. was bigger than him. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 It's, it's like Larry's bodyguard, too. He's twice the size. <laughs> yeah. has to be. You're my bodyguard. Yeah, which yeah. I, everybody should be scared <laughs> about that. And Larry had to pay yeah. for him, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're both in a lot of trouble. <laughs> The lady yeah. at CVS could have beaten yeah. us up, probably. not getting my money. Yeah, <laughs> too my late. So maybe shift to Sean for a minute? Sure. Sean, we know you like to play pool, and in fact, you guys met um, at your pool facility, I think, right? Yes, yes. And I know you do a lot in the, you're a teacher, and you have students that love the game as well. Maybe you could tell us about your journey through the game of pool. Sure. Uh, number one, I just want to say thank you for having yeah. me. Okay. Uh, thank you. I'm excited to be here, and it's an honor to be here with uh, Mason. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as far as pool, I've, I've been playing pool for over 35 years. Wow. And I got into it very similar to how amazing was with, uh, I had a grandfather and a father who played. Yep. yep. Uh, my grandfather, who I never met because he died early, he played three cushion billiards also. Yep. He was excellent. And he played in a place in Lynn called the Buick. Mm. Wow. Um, and my father would go watch him. And yeah. uh, my father didn't play three cushion billiards, but he was more into, you know, eight straight pool, eight ball, nine yeah. ball. Yeah. Those types of games, which yeah. require pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the, about the age of 15, uh, we got a pool table in my house. Uh, and my brother's younger than I. We got in the basement, and we first got it. We were playing two hours a day. And eventually, it literally turned into during the summer. We were playing 16 hours a day, Holy seven cow. days a wow. week. Um, so we fell in love with the game. Wow. That's because he was locked in the basement. <coughs> <laughs> that was the only way they would slip meals under the door. Yeah, really. Little or pool pizza, type yeah. meatballs. Or get them like to come out for a meal. Meatballs yeah. that looked like billiard balls. Yeah. But I just, I fell in love with the game. Um, there's a lot of geometry in the game. There's yeah. a, a lot of skill in the game. Um, and the learning curve is exponential. Yeah. Um, you can always get better. 
Uh, it's similar to golf, I guess. One, yeah. You may have it one yeah. day, and the next day, you're one of the yeah. worst players ever. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. well, it's a me, very humbling game. Let me ask both you guys. Have there been times when you're in a tournament, and you just <clears> – it's <throat> like a pitcher warming up at the bullpen when he knows he just doesn't have it. You know what I mean? And feels like, oh, this isn't, I'm, it's not going to come together. And then you go out there, and you have one of your best performances. Has that ever happened? When you don't feel like in your head you're doing it? Or no. Or the opposite. When yeah. you felt great and you went out there and you didn't do it quite as well. Oh, many times yeah. I go to an event and, and, and I feel like uh, either I didn't get enough sleep the night before or I had something bothering me in my head. Yeah, yeah. It's in my mind, you yeah. know. But it, in my level, I when we get to the table, yeah, yeah. I try to block all of that. And it's not that easy. Right. You right. Know, it took me years to, uh, to be able to understand it and try to, to learn yeah. how to deal with it. And... Yeah, sometimes I do have bad days. Of course, everybody has yeah, bad days. Yeah. You yeah. can't win them all, you yeah. know. And sometimes I run into a player where I can play him all day. He can't win, and he happened to beat me that game, and yeah. he just played the game of his life. And yeah. you know, it happens over the years. But yeah. you can lose to anybody. Yeah, sure. But sure. Uh, you know, overall, the quality player always rises to the top as yeah. usual in every sport, almost. <clears throat> you yeah. know, every now and then you see a, a lesser than a professional go in and 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 do something, but not likely. Not in billiards, anyways. Yeah, yeah, and golf, you see it once in a while, right? And somebody with unbridled optimism, a kid nobody ever heard wow. of, right? Yeah. It was who was yeah. the one in the Billy, last? Billy uh, Mumphrey, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Mumphrey. No, was there somebody in the in the tournament they just had though who almost stole the show as an amateur? Oh, Cup, Sam, Cup? Sam Bennett. Sam Bennett. I Sam think. Bennett. Yeah. He was the uh, yeah amateur at the Masters. Yeah, the Masters, right? Yeah. You know, so that was a good story. So yeah, things yeah. can happen, but you're right. In the long run, it seems like the cream always always rises. always always yeah. yeah. It, it, or in Mary's case, the half and half. I have. Yeah. My, I give you an example. I have my events that I do twice a year at, yeah. uh, in Tucson, Arizona. Now we're moving to Yuma, Arizona, yeah. where uh, well we have all these tournaments. We've never had a B player win an open tournament. We've never had really? it really wow. in 15 events. Wow. wow. Interesting. And, and uh, does that tell you anything? You know, so yeah. because uh, top players are so much better in, in the yeah. game, you know. Yeah. Um, I've never won it in 15 tournaments in Arizona. I'm wow. always in the top four. <clears throat> yeah. I've yeah. never won it. Wow. Why? Because there's so many of them. Plus, yeah. my situation in the, in the tournament is completely different than every other player. I'm working and organizing everything and playing at the same time. Yeah, sure. Right, exactly. So That's why you get a focus. It's hard. hours on my feet. Right. Uh, you know, it's not that easy. Yeah. No. So no excuses, but I still perform at a good level, but I never won. Yeah. But it's okay. I My job is to promote it. Yeah. Right. It's not about so what me. you're doing right now. Yeah. You, you can retire in a, three months after yeah. this thing airs. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe yeah. have to work another 10 years. Depends. Do you ever get stage fright? Oh, I'm sorry. What do you ever get stage fright during a tournament? What do you mean by you stage fright? Like, like, distracted uh, and, like and all so, this. And you so can't nervous. Perform. Some people call it performance anxiety. Or Larry's wedding night. Nervous? <laughs> no, it's, been, it's been so long. Yeah. I think I yeah. passed that stage. Yeah, yeah. I would be. I'd be right. petrified. Uh, too yeah. confident. When yeah. you're so yeah, confident, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, That's key. You, right. you don't get nervous the anymore. The mental part of the game, you have to be on your game. you got to well. be very Not strong mentally, game. yes. you got to yeah. have a mental mind, you know, right, strong right. mind, yes, right. for sure. Now, Sean, you have a background in math, I understand, yes. correct? Yes, yep. I'm a, a math teacher for 27 years. Right. Yeah. And that has helped your game, yes? Absolutely. Because there's a connection there. There's a lot of geometry. Yeah. You know, and I think Mason knows a little trick I learned spot on the wall. Yeah. Which is a pretty cool. Yeah. It's all geometry. Yeah. Yes. Um, That's really interesting. So I know we're not, we can't show you visually yeah. now, but it's yeah. it, you know it's a very interesting concept, and uh, basically the way it works, once you find a spot on the wall aiming off a pool table, yeah, 
You aim at that spot, yeah. and you hit a say with left-hand English, you go three reels around, it'll go in the pocket. You move that ball two feet to the right, you yeah. aim at the same spot on the wall, it'll still go in. Yeah. Wow. So there is a little geometry. I, I so it's actually about the spot and not necessarily, it's hitting the spot and not so the angle necessarily. So you're aiming at, it, on the pool table, you just look out randomly across yeah. the pool hall, and you'll yeah. see a random, uh, I don't know, like the leg of a chair. Yeah. Or I'm not going to say a doorbell, but whatever you see, sure. you aim at that, and if it goes in the pocket, mm -hmm. no matter where you move the cue ball, it'll, it'll well, also well, go in. You know, that, that yeah. there's a good good method and a good guide that he's using, but if he plays in my events, when there is no chairs, yeah. Yeah. there's an empty arena and a table, now what spot are you going to aim to? I'm going to get there early. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, he'll find it. He can afford his yeah. own spot these days. Yeah. A, permanent a lot of people and, are buying them on and, Amazon. Yeah, so back in the day, the yeah. method yeah. was been used. It's been yeah. used. That method was yeah. used for a lot of top players. Wow. Yeah. But as the game progressed, yeah. we had to learn all the math involved. Right. So wow. there's a diamond system. There's other systems. Oh, that that's the, so interesting. I have a few of them that I invented myself, yeah. and, and it's been... Mm -hmm. You got to be good at math. Yeah. So, so if the three balls are sitting down and I have to bank the ball. Yeah. On the table. Yeah. yeah. Most players will have to go this way, that way to calculate. It takes them a minute. Yeah. It takes me about ten seconds, yeah. if less wow. or less. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Just because I understand where the balls yeah. are. Yeah. 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 So. But it's different. fascinating because, like it we is. talked about with Larry's driving to the airport, you have to think about like several moves ahead, but then think about how to block your opponent. You're thinking about your moves, right? And how to sort of interrupt your opponent's flow to their game, right? To be able to play well, defense. Well, there's defense, a lot of defense in billiards. Yeah. So uh, the table is five by 10. So if you leave two balls in 10 feet away and yeah. they're in awkward position, you know, the other guy is shooting 10 feet away. He still has to go off a ball and go three cushions or more and hit the other ball. Right. Not that easy. So, you know, you, you might not be able to make your shot because of the way things are set up on the table, Then you, but you can block the other guy's You always try shot. to make it, but all at the same token, you can play defense at the same time. Yeah. You know, if you miss. So the opponent has a problem, go shooting 10 feet. It's the same thing yeah. in pool. Yeah. You know, so you leave him in the, end of the, in the end of the side of the table, and you have nine feet to go away. Right. If it's not by the pocket, you know, he's going to have to figure something out. Either kick it, bank it, do whatever. But sure. So the game is infinite. Every yeah. day you, wow. you see something different. Yeah, it's like when Larry takes two parking spaces up, I can't get in that second spot. Well, you know, yeah. I like to have a nice cushiony spot. I don't want to be crowded. <laughs> He's connected to the city yeah. of Cambridge. <laughs> he really is. The guys get more connections yeah. than whatever mm -hmm. Verizon guy, yeah. you know? Nice. So uh, what else we got? We, All right, well, let's we see here. I want to talk a little bit about, um, there's not, you know, I was trying to research movies with, with a pool, a billiards theme, and obviously That's there's right. The Hustler, That's right. which isn't just about billiards it's about all kinds of stuff but it was it was fascinating jackie gleason paul newman right sean and you'll have to chip yeah. in on this one yeah, yeah so you've seen the hustler sean right i saw the hustler and then the color of money is color of money the sequel yeah and that's what at that age i don't know what year that came out of the top of my head but it was i was in high school yeah and that once was, i saw that movie as crazy it sounds i was really hooked to pool oh okay so that was like a yeah it's one of the uh, catalysts to get you going yeah. actually pool the color <clears throat> of money yeah. increased yeah. the popularity of pool in so many ways. Oh, I bet it did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tom you know? Cruise and Paul And Newman. I wish today yeah. uh, some other big famous actor that can yeah. come up with another movie so we can get pool back up like it was back in the day. You agree, Sean? Absolutely. Yeah. You know. uh, yeah. I was, like, I was surprised how few good pool movies. There's a right. lot of Italian movies, actually, that were pool based. Yeah. Um, from like the 60s, even 50s, you know, but I never heard of them, you know, so you're right. We could, we'll do our best, you know, we'll, yeah. 
Aren't we a member of the Screen Actors Guild? Uh, not yet. We're still right. waiting for the application. Wait a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We've got plenty of time. Oh, of so, course, yeah. of course we're we do. Hurry. We're safe as kittens. Exactly. All right. Um, and then I want to throw this out to yes. Barry Likes Trivia yeah. a little bit. I want to throw a quick thing. I was also thinking about right. hit songs going back right, right, decades. Right. And, he, and there weren't a whole lot of hit songs that have even you know, a minute little line about polar billiards in it. But there was one that really stands out. It's one of the greatest all-time lines in, um, in my opinion, the history of music by a performer right. that's still going strong, pretty strong today. Yeah, He's sure. got to be in his mid-70s and stuff. Any idea? He's in his mid-70s? Yeah. Is it a he or a she? It's a he, I'm sorry. And he, he was a member of a band, but he's known for his solo work. Huge in the 70s and 80s, actually. And this one line in this song... Um, I'll just I'll just give it away and say it because you know in the interest of time. But I'll steal my I'll steal my daddy's cue and make a living at playing pool. Anybody remember? No. Maggie May, Rod Stewart. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Was it Rod Stewart? Rod Stewart, the song Maggie May, and it was just a yeah. very clever line. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll ah. steal my daddy's cue oh. and make a living at playing pool. Wow. Well, wow. Interesting. And then there was one by Jim Croce, a song called um, You Don't Mess Around With Jim. I don't know if that rings a bell. Right after Leroy Brown. Yeah, Brock. that was good. And uh, that involves a pool player, Shark, yeah. and he loses a money to him or something. Yeah, yeah. So, But not, there weren't that many out there, you know? No. So, yeah. Well, I have a quish- question, actually. And perhaps Mason might know this. So there was a game, three cushion competition, in August 1994 in Queens between Semi Saginer versus Sang Lee. Can you name the winner of that match? <laughs> and Semi, let's see, uh, somebody was spotted 10, Sang spotted ten, Semi by 10 points. Uh, Sang Lee spotted Semi Saginer 10 points? Yes. Oh, I don't know about that match. I think Sangli ha- must have won. I would have heard about it if it didn't. I th- so, uh, so I have very sketchy research. I think Semi won. Yeah, but Teresa, yeah. I could be Semi, wrong, though. No, he, he thinks Sang won. He oh, thinks maybe. Sang won. Then that wasn't a tournament. That was maybe an exhibition match that I don't know about. It was a competition. That's what it is. It was not yeah. necessarily a tournament. But he okay. spotted him 10 points. He spotted him 10 points. That was, that was that's how good Sang is, right? Saginaw, yeah. yeah but you Saginaw. Couldn't, Saginaw was too strong for 10 yeah. points from Sangli, yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That was an exhibition it match. I didn't know anything number about it. Number one, it's a good. Which one? Um, the longest run in three oh, cushion yeah, billiards. Yeah, yeah, but, oh, yeah. Um, what's the longest run in three cushion billiards? Do you know the longest we, run? Well, we have to specify. Yeah. This goes back to sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Nineteen sixty-eight. And I'll give you a hint. The guy's first name is is a great one of the best names ever. I I think. You know. <laughs> Larry. <laughs> oh, thank you. Second pass. I appreciate that. All right, I'm leaving. You guys are on your own. Raymond. Raymond. Raymond Kuhlman. Yeah, yes. you go. All right. Uh, so Raymond Kuhlman's, uh, yeah. I've dominated. My God, he's a legend. Yeah. He is uh, yeah. the best that ever lived. If really? I say that, it's a true right. statement. He's won 35 world yeah. titles. Oh, wow. wow. He's 84 wow. years old, and he still plays at a high still level. Still plays. Wow. Not, he doesn't play competition anymore, yeah, only yeah. invitational yeah. Yeah. and exhibitions. Yeah. But uh, he's, uh, he's done it all. Wow. Back in the day, he, everybody playing in a tournament, they're all playing for second place. Yeah, right. you know because he's in right. it. You know, right. he was. That's kind of like when Larry Bird walked into a room. He says, "Okay, who's going to be? In, who's going to win second place?" Yeah, but he, he would won. Do that. <laughs> I used to say that when I walked in. He was room. so confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that yeah. was. I used. We used to make it like yeah. a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to tell people, "Hey, guys, no offense to all of you, 
Everybody's playing for second place. Right. Sometimes that succeeds. Sometimes I love that. I, yeah. I love that. It's unbridled cockiness <laughs> is what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. fun. And you yeah. need it's that. Yeah. They all know that. They all know that. It's fun. Yeah. As long as you can back it up. Yeah. Well. Sometimes you do, like I said, not all the time. So yeah. yeah. Who was your mentor, Mason? Sangli. Sangli was your mentor. Wow. Yeah. So you know him personally. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. We spent wow. so many years together, wow. over 20 years. Wow. Yeah. He was, um, he was a legend. He, was, yeah. he had an IQ no one yeah. had. You know, what made him great? What was his, the best part about his game? Oh, Everything? Uh, his touch and his technique. Until today, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. He, has a, he had a different style than everybody else. Yeah. Uh, he nurses the balls. He hit the balls. Uh, you can't even hear anything. Really? The stroke is so smooth. Wow. It's uh, no banging around, no nothing. And every time he makes a billiard, he's... Six to eight inches away from the other ball, but he can control everything. It's amazing. It's like wow. a savant. His I position mean, play amazing. is beyond belief. His um, his demeanor on the table, everything about him. It was yeah. he was um, yeah, I, to me yeah. he was nobody better. Yeah, yeah. But of course, no offense to Raymond Kuhlman's, of course. Right. But uh, yeah. Sangli came in a little later in life, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he had a nervous deal, you know. It didn't matter who he plays. Yeah. 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 And he won a world championship in 1993. Wow. Oh yeah. Nice. Sean, did you want to talk at all about, I know you uh, coach uh, the youth. Yes. Yeah, so youth the pool players. The youths. Yeah, the youths. So, uh, so, <laughs> so my high school, uh, we started this yeah. in 2016. Yep. And um, we needed a, a pool hall, but uh, we had yep. a lot of uh, cue sticks that were donated, like 250 sticks of wow. pool sticks came through. That was a very generous benefit. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm not going to mention the gentleman's name because yeah. he yeah. asked me not to. Yes. But... Um, but uh, the donation was fabulous. So the, uh, what he asked me is, you know, give them away to the kids in the high school, whatever way you'd like to do that. And I said, well, what if I were to do a billiards club? He goes, that would be excellent. Um, said the tricky part of that there weren't many pool halls in the area. Uh, a lot of them closed. So um, my hands were kind of tied. So I went over to Amazing Billiards. I met Mason. Um, and I was, you know, played, I played there every so often, uh, leagues and so forth. And... I said, Mason, I don't know what you think, but I'd love to do a high school billiards club here. And he was he was open arms to the kids. Wow, beautiful. Um, offered breakfast to the kids, which was it was free of charge. I mean, gives them, as you guys uh, saw, the, one of the best pool halls oh, around. Oh, yeah, it was beautiful. I was going to say, Barry and I had the pleasure, and th thank you again for inviting us thank you. over, thank you both for of coming. you. Um, it was really a great experience ob observing what was going on, you guys giving us the tour and showing us the different. I had no idea there was so much that's put into pool, you know, and you, everything you guys have there at Amazing Billiards is, is high end, and I didn't even know there were such things as having heated pool tables, you know, and the lighting systems tables, yeah. and everything. So if you yeah. want to give it a plug, you know, now's the time. So uh, yeah, I mean, Amazing we, Billiards, Malden. We improved over the years. Yeah. Uh, Sean was a, was a great promoter for the kids. I mean, I got to give you all the credit. I provided, yeah, the rooms for sure, but he did most of the work yeah. behind the scene. And, yeah. and really, a lot of the credit goes to him. Sure. And, and we both love promotions. Yeah. We, yeah. I love promoting, yeah. especially for grassroots, for young yeah. kids. Yeah. You yeah. know, I've always wanted to see young kids taking up the game. You yeah, know? otherwise, you, you don't want it to be a dying sport, obviously. Exactly. Now is the time to get yes. the youth involved. So if somebody wanted to contact you guys or uh, about your organization or your, you have a website, or what's the best way to get in touch Amazing with you? AmazingBillions.com or AmazingShuni at Yahoo.com, my email. 
Amazing, uh, and, and it's A M A Z I N. Correct. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. my name, just an A in the front. Yep. A Billiard. Amazing. With no G at the end. Amazing. No yes. He no is amazing, but it's amazing. No, no, amazing billiards. Yeah. Yeah. A guy made me the name. Came up from uh, uh, a famous cue maker that passed away. That I do memorial tournament for him every September. Yeah. yeah. His name is Dennis Diekman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He made me my first cue, my first billiard cue, because yeah. he thought I was going to be somebody twenty years old. Wow. And was my first uh, custom cue maker, uh, custom cue that he made for me, and he put in the bottom of the cue, the amazing, yeah, amazing. Wow. See, there you go. So wow. I still have the cue. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh, this is how I decided to do this, to come up with amazing billiards. You know, that's just like the time when that uh, TV dinner maker made Raymond his own TV dinner tray. I think <laughs> it was. Well, I dated her for a while. Her name is Marie Callender. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, she was great, you know. Um, we both gained about 60 pounds during the relationship because, you know, and it was all frozen meals. And I was so nervous the first three months of the relationship, yeah. I, I didn't even defrost the meals. I ate them frozen because I was so nervous in her presence. Which was good. But then things didn't work out. You know, my cholesterol went up and sodium levels. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was quite tragic, actually. So anyway, guys, we have to wind down. This was great yes. because... Um, well, I'd love you guys to come back yeah. maybe for a part two eventually or um, our TV show, our very award-winning, successful TV show, Anything Goes with Larry yeah, and Ray. dust that off a little we bit. we got to dust it off, yeah. yeah. Any last-minute things you want to promote? Do you yeah, have any tournaments coming either up one you want to talk you? about? I would like to, to uh, really promote the game as much as I can yeah. all uh, throughout the U.S., uh, and I have been doing. Uh, of course, we need support from communities, from schools, uh, from sponsors, yeah. without them, it's not realistic. It's not very possible. Yeah. Um, but the last thing I want to say, I want to make billiards beautiful in America. Wow. Yep. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I could see red. that on a hat or a T-shirt. Not a red hat, maybe. I don't know. Maybe blue. You know, we'll see. Maybe a combination. Um, <laughs> great, Sean. Anything in closing? Thanks um, again for being with us. There's just one thing he uh, Mason didn't mention is uh, he's uh, he's what I've, I witnessed this. He just had the McDermott Classic. Yeah which uh, a lot of people don't, may not know what that is, but you go on YouTube and just type in McDermott Classic uh, at Amazing Billiards, you'll see it, but I, I happened to go see it, and uh, they had a lot of the top players in the United States and the world there. For yep. example, we had Skylar Woodward, which I don't know what his rating is, but I think he's number two in the United States. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty number impressive. Two in the world. Number two in the world. Wow. Yeah, he's way up there. Let's yeah. put it that way. And uh, Billy Thorpe was there. They both played in the finals. Yeah, uh, and they played on the U.S. Masconi Cup together. So that's it was a real honor in this area to be able to see players yeah. like that. Because since I play pool, I've never seen them in Massachusetts. Well, yeah. well all of it had to do with sponsors. <laughs> yeah. uh, and McDermott Classic McDermott is one of the oldest and the biggest company in America today yeah. in yeah. cues. Yeah. And I want to thank them for being so supportive with that. I've been with them so many years. Yeah. Uh, they respect the fact that they see what I do, what we do for pool, billiard. Yeah. billiard. And they wanted to become part of it. And even the owner of McDermott came to visit the last day of the event. Wow. And, and it was a big thing, you mm -hmm. know. And now we're, we're doing the Josh tour coming up next month. And, and where's I, that? That's an amazing billiard. At your place, okay. Yeah, in June, we're going to Yuma for my big event of Three Cushion. Oh, wow. that's awesome. Yeah, Yuma, Arizona. So, so we have a lot of activities, a lot of things going on. Uh, again, I want to thank all the sponsors. I want to thank all of you. Thank Sean Waterman. Thank Larry and Ray. Thank you for joining us today, really. both of you. And hopefully we'll have part two at some point. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be great. And quickly, I want to thank our sponsor, if I can find them. Um, the, art, the Lard House? No, Lard House sponsored our, our last show. <laughs> this was the um, Cabana 
castle, the Cabana Castle. Yes. Um, if, you know, a lot of the kids are talking about cabana wear these days, and prom season's coming up, and what, you know, what better outfit to wear than something related to cabana wear? It's inexpensive, it's easy to use, so, um, you know, you go do into do these cabana any, wear uh, stores. You know, sample shirts or anything? Well, we're working on yeah. it, you know. Right now, we're going to start, they want to know how many listens we have. Yeah. So, there's um, five in the general U.S. area, you know, across the United States, and there's a few in Europe, and uh, you go into these stores, they set you up with cabana wear, you, you come out. Looking like a million bucks, to be honest with you. Or if you're in Europe, you come out looking like, you know, 996,000 uh, euros with the conversion rate. But you still look good, you know? <laughs> so, uh, You're excellent. That's yeah, fantastic. Basically, yeah. i got to hit the store. Yeah, okay. so the Cabana Wear <laughs> Castle. So, all right. And kids, okay. again. Very good. You know, a lot of sales going on this time of year. Wonderful. All right, that's it. Anything it was else, a great Junior? show, and uh, we look forward to our next show in a future date, perhaps, um, June, yeah, May or June. Within okay. the next uh, month, hopefully. Yeah. You know, we'd love to have you guys come back too. And yeah, possibly we can do a live show yeah. with the like table involved. Where that's we can wow. that's our goal. The that's our goal to get out there. How the game is played and pool as well. Yeah. And uh, that's out of the box thinking. I like that. Yeah, it's out of the table. It can happen. Yeah. yeah. We have some resources and we can yeah. make it work. Okay. So, yeah. Very nice, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. You're probably thank hearing you. our outro music as we speak, yeah. but um, it's been great, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you, okay, thank, wonderful. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you all. Goodbye. Enjoyed having you.